0: Download Adam Sank's last comedy album on Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play. We're already in the shower together. The risk has been taken. If I don't blow you, the risk will have been for
1: nothing.
2: to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material
0: Ryan pull down your pants
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: JB you Let's. start sucking the host a comedian of questionable talent speaks incessantly on topics of a sexual and scatological nature. I will fuck you, but I will not eat you. I want that fucking
4: dick down my throat while I'm dicking him down. Okay. I help my mother's listening. Your ass became a rosebud? Yeah, that's because I got dicked down real good. So.
0: <laughs> he asks questions of his celebrity guests that are highly inappropriate and rude. Which of you has a bigger penis? Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun good one. Going down on the clitoris? Oh, yes. Oh, I Absolutely.
4: like where you're going with
0: yep. this. For some reason, the word "strap on" just comes right out of my mouth, Bianca. Yeah, you said "come and strap on" at the same time. I <laughs> and he cannot stop talking about his buttocks. I think your butt is telling you, "No mas, por favor." <laughs> this is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm gonna suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. <laughs> and now,
2: the one, the only.
0: What? What? Yes, it's me. Welcome to the Adam Sank Show. We are coming at you live. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, the 28th of September, 2019 at dnrstudios.com, the only place to hear this podcast live and throughout the week that it first airs. Leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes or wherever else you listen. Email me, me, at adam at adamsank.com. Like the Facebook page. Download my two comedy albums. And if you're listening live... And I know for a fact that 10 of you potentially could be. (laughs) Give us a call and chat with us at 844-825-5367. We haven't gotten a call in months. It would be kind of nice to hear the phone ring. Our guest today is everyone's favorite twink comedian, Drew Lausch, making his umpteenth appearance on the show. But first, I have to welcome back everyone's favorite, Frost Pig. He has missed the last two shows, but he's back in the saddle and uh, riding bareback as usual. Ryan Frostig, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hi. Welcome back, Ryan. I'm back on the pod. How was Chicago? Chicago was uh, windy. It was was the second. After
0: those beans that you ate, especially. Mm, Yes,
3: of course. Uh, It's uh, good to see you um, here in this uh, space and not uh, on a bike tour. Yes, we well, we're going to gonna kill kill each other. We're gonna talk about that in
0: just a moment. Okay, but uh, first, I need to explain to the listeners that there's a lot of date confusion going on with this show. Yes, and it's 100% my fault. Of course, I have calendar dyslexia.
3: You have a lot. Of I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> you have a lot of issues, but I'm
0: saying that it is. And my sister Laura has it too. We neither of us get dates right. It's very hard for us to figure out what's this week versus next week. Anyway. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. If you listen to last week's episode with Simon, we say that I say at the top that it's September 28th because I thought that's when that episode was going to air. Obviously, it aired on the 21st. Today really is the 28th. It's live.
3: We're no bullshit. Live. You but, ruined the illusion, but we're live.
0: But here's what's going to happen in a few weeks, you're going to hear the lost episode that I keep talking about with Frank DeCaro, and it's going to say that it's September 21st. Disra- and by then, it's going to be like October disregard. 15th. Just sh- don't even pay attention to the dates for a while. You listen to this when you listen to this. What Who gives time? a fuck? It what? doesn't matter. Thank you. Time doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, okay. I want to say we got lovely listener emails over the week from Michael Lester and Jeff Kopaz. I want to thank you both. It's it's just wonderful when it's people nice reach out.
3: Yeah. It's nice to hear from people. It's just it just makes your day a little bit better
0: especially new people Mm -hmm. um i I hadn't heard from either of them before via email so please email me at adam at adam with any of your uh questions concerns comments uh dick pics yeah just send us stuff send us stuff and and ryan at adam and jb at adam okay so yes as ryan mentioned we completed cycle for the cause the northeast aids ride we
3: participated in the experience that was cycle for the cause
0: I don't want to shit talk it because it's such an important cause. Of course. And the most important thing is we raised $10,000 for HIV AIDS program.
3: It is an amazing experience and it is a great cause. Um, My... But. But. And it's a big but. My personal experience was not so great because...
4: uh,
3: (laughs) There was a little bit of that. Mostly from Adam. Um, No, but I I got injured uh, at mile... 50 on the second day and i was unable to complete the tour which was really devastating yeah 10 to my right knee and um i lashed out (laughs) on my friend and uh partner um, ryan was kind of a cunt i was a a cuntress for sure
0: it's amazing because we've traveled before extensively and we've really always gotten along yeah but uh, and it wasn't all Ryan. I mean, we were both yeah, sleep we were, deprived. It was. A, you have to get up at like four thirty in the morning. Then you bike all day. It was really for hundred miles.
3: Yeah, it was really really hard. Neither of us were in
0: shape for it.
3: Yeah, we just weren't ready. Like,
0: and we, we, we were um, not ready. You know, Ryan still managed to have a lot more fun than I did, mm-hmm. which we won't talk about on the air. But um, mm-hmm. but yes, it was just it, we. It was too D-D-D-D. much for us, D-D. and we were uh, horrible to each other. And we, um, we
3: fought. We made up. We fought. we, made, we made yeah. up, and then we made up for for good. Let's hope. Here we are.
0: And uh, when I came back, so Ryan had his knee injury. I actually managed to finish the ride. I only rode about thirty miles in a van for the whole three days. The rest of the the other two hundred and forty miles, I rode myself yeah, on a bike. You fucking did the my forty eight year old ass. I was up so mountains. Impressed. Yeah, and uh, and my knees were actually okay. But when I got back, I had a fever that came and went for a couple days there. So I really fucked myself. It broke us. Anyway, it's over. I don't I don't discourage people from doing cycle for the cause or any other no, fundraiser, it's but really make great. sure if you're going to ride 270 miles in 3 days that you already have trained. That's all I'll say about that. We have so many stories today, to uh, and we got to get to Drew Laws. So the first I want to talk about the happiest story of the week, which was the Emmys.
3: Oh, yes. Our
0: friend Billy Porter oh. made history as Girl. the first openly gay black man to win an Emmy for lead actor in a drama. That would of course be for Pose. He gave arguably the most powerful moving speech of the night. Take a listen to Billy Porter uh, winning an Emmy in this historic milestone.
3: I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here.
4: I have the right,
3: you have the right, we all have the right.
0: Wow, really powerful. I think anyone from an oppressed community, those words resonate with. We are taught so many horrible things about ourselves and particularly gay men of color have to grow up with so much shame and so much stigma and uh, it's a lot to
3: yeah, carry. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just I'm just so happy because um, I've been following him since I first saw The Lonely Hearts Club, since he was a yeah. uh, teen angel in, in the Grease revival. I mean, like this is someone that's been around and has he been paid working his motherfucking dues, paid his dues, and is so talented and uh, just an incredible artist. And um, this was an award that was deserved. And the Luke was sickening. The hat, yes. the 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 jeweled, the suit was jeweled, right? And then he had like a blouse. Mm-hmm. Fucking work, baby. Yeah, he's
0: kind of mastered the um the androgynous yet mm-hmm. yet male costume for award show. Look. I
3: saw a tweet um, that said Billy Porter is doing what RuPaul thinks he's doing.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't like RuPaul's the way RuPaul dresses as a man.
3: I do. Just saying. I do.
0: But anyway, this makes Billy Porter an igged. Not an got okay. yet, but he's an eked. He's an Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winner. All he needs is that Oscar, and he will be one of the 15 or so people in the world with, with, with Do all four. you know what four. the Grammy was for? Uh, it was probably for Kinky Boots. Oh right, that makes sense. Um, he was part of probably part of the ensemble that sure. won, but it could have been one of his own. You know, he's done solo albums yeah, yeah. too. We should check on that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, RuPaul, who we just mentioned, did win uh, once again for best reality competition host. The show won best reality competition of show. Uh, RuPaul made out with his husband before accepting his award. It
3: wasn't a makeout. It was kind of gross. You texted me that night, and you were like, "He made out with his husband," I, and I and I wa- and I was watching it, and it was like, the- "He kissed him on the cheek." Listen. If I were attracted
0: to them, it would have been really hot. I just I'm don't like seeing kind of attracted too... to his
3: husband. Really? Yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, so congratulations to RuPaul. There was a lot of gayness at this Emmy uh, at this Emmy ceremony. Not only did RuPaul and Billy Porter win, but Ben Whishaw, mm. who is a British actor, so cute, starred in a Netflix series called A Very British Sc- A Very English Scandal, mm-hmm. which I have yet to see. But he won uh, for best outstanding supporting actor in a limited series or movie he thanked his husband during his
3: speech i did not know that he was gay me neither and now i'm very attracted to him i like when so they I, and
0: i love when they thank their husbands now um, that i know
3: now that he's gay i'm attracted to him
0: and well i mean it's that's stupid. healthy is it if it, if you were jb you'd be attracted to him if you found out he was straight <laughs> that's the tea <laughs> <laughs> sorry bitch i mean where's the lie Um, finally, Patricia Arquette, uh, when she won for, uh, I believe it was that Danamora movie where she played this, the swash, the shosh skank, uh, she made an impassioned plea for trans rights talking about her late sister, Alexis Arquette, who died this past year. I didn't realize it had just been this past year.
3: No, it was a while ago. That's what I thought. It was a while ago. And also, um... The, the Oscars that year did not recognize her. Interesting. Because
0: she said in her speech, I lost my sister this past year. Hmm. Interesting. There's a lot of
3: siblings, though, aren't there?
0: I, I'm pretty sure she was talking about Alexis. No. Because uh, then, then she said, you know, trans, trans women, like, hire them, give them jobs. They need jobs. Uh, I'm going to Google. All right. Uh, anyway, so thank you to Patricia Arquette and congratulations to Billy and RuPaul and Ben and all of the other LGBTQ Emmy winners. We are. She died on September 11th, it.
3: 2016.
0: Interesting. Well, Patricia Arquette thinks that that was in the past year. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I wasn't questioning you, your facts. I'm Patricia, no, 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 no. I know. But, but Patricia Arquette was only has was- one dead sister and, that, and it was Alexis. <laughs> Got it. Okay, um, this story's not on the rundown, but I'm going to do it real quick because I love it and it just broke. So there's this gay radio host called Seth Dunlap on WWL Radio in New Orleans. He's openly gay. Earlier this month, someone on the station's official Twitter page referred to him as a fag after he wrote an open letter to New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees about Drew's partnership with an anti-gay hate group. Um, Basically, the radio station, someone on the radio's Twitter was like, oh, you're a fag. And it became a big scandal, and the gay community came out to to defend this guy, and uh, the, the, the station was looking into it and they were gonna fire whoever did it. Well, there's a twist, Ryan. Go on. And I know you love a twist. According to a police report, the station now claims that Dunlap tweeted the slur himself. I knew it. <gasps> he pulled a Jussie Smollett. Girl. They're saying he accessed the station's official Twitter account through his personal cell phone and allegedly threatened to go scorched earth if they didn't pay him $1.85 million in damages. Wow. The station says a forensic expert determined that the tweet was sent from an uh, internet protocol address associated with Dunlap's cell phone and that footage taken inside the studio showed Dunlap in his office with the door closed at the time the tweet was sent. Dunlap's attorney says, says the station is illegally using the threat of criminal pr- prosecution to bully him into a lower settlement. She says Dunlap had no access to the Twitter account and accuses the station of trying to create a narrative to avoid its un- own culpability. So we will see how this develops. Nobody learns. Nobody learns.
4: Quick question. Is he a host? or like what, what, He's an
0: on-air personality. He's, okay, like, he's so, like us three. Yeah, he so wouldn't three. have
4: access to the Instagram. You guys don't have access to DNR's Instagram, Well, I do. we might. You
3: don't
0: know. We might be able Ooh. to get it.
4: I'm just kidding. Ooh, you right.
0: You know, I've worked for companies where they gave me the login and password for, for the social media in case I wanted to tweet something on behalf of, you know, they trusted me. Oh. So maybe, who knows? Listen, they could be making it up. This could be, as his lawyer said, this could just be a, a smear job. Smear. <laughs> We just had bagels with
4: smears.
3: I know. I'm just still working on it.
0: Quite delicious. Anywho's so yeah, I oh. mean queer people. Cool. We have enough persecution yeah, and we... homophobia. Don't stage it. Can we not? Like with this? Can anymore? you not? In much more serious news. Um, I don't I know JB was here. Ryan, I don't think you were here the day that we had on Michael Rice, the director of this documentary about Crystal Matthews in the African-American gay community?
3: I think I was. I remember this. uh, Yeah.
0: It was back on uh, March 10th, episode 86, if you guys want to listen. One of my favorite episodes because he was a really, really interesting guest. And in his documentary and on the episode, he talked about this guy, Ed Buck. Ed Buck is a wealthy, connected, Democratic Party donor living in West Hollywood, Uh, an LGBTQ activist, an animal rights activist who has had uh, multiple men of color overdose on crystal methamphetamine in his home. And uh, the death of of one of those men, Jamel Moore, was covered in the documentary. Jamel Moore's mother is one of the, the people in the documentary who talks about this. And the allegation was that Ed Buck had this fetish where he liked to bring usually homeless black street hustlers to his home and inject them with crystal meth to see how much they could take and that this somehow got him off. And two guys had already died, at least two that they knew about, and many people were calling for him to be arrested and, and prosecuted and investigated and the police weren't doing anything because, you know, he's a wealthy white guy with a lot of political mm-hmm. connections. Well, now a third man has OD'd on meth at the house of Ed Buck. And finally, he's been arrested.
4: Oh, my God. I bet (laughs) you if there was one white chick dying up in there, they'd be all over his ass.
0: That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. Yep. Particularly if he were black. Prosecutors say Buck injected the victim with meth at his apartment on Laurel Avenue in West Hollywood on September 11th. The victim suffered an overdose but survived. (laughs) Thank God. This marks the third time a man suffered a meth overdose at the home. The first man, Jamel Moore, as I said, died July 27th, 2017. A second man, Timothy Dean, died uh, on January 7th. Court documents filed on Tuesday portray Buck as a violent, dangerous sexual predator who uses the bait of drugs, money and shelter to lure men struggling with addiction and homelessness into his home. And then he manipulates them into participating in his sexual fetishes. Shortly after the arrest, he was evicted from that apartment in West Hollywood.
3: Well, fuck that guy, and I hope he
4: gets... I hope he gets raped in prison by well, like a, a lot of big dick black ass. <laughs> like, I, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Continuously. Well, well, I can't hope nope. that
0: anyone gets raped. I do hope, however, that he gets the harshest judgment... Uh, The harshest justice possible that I would I would say life in prison Mm -hmm. would be appropriate. Very that. And not in some fucking country club prison
3: either. Nope.
0: It shouldn't have taken this many people overdosing in his home.
3: And, you know, I'm I'm happy that he survived and that um, he's okay because there would be another tragedy if he um, did not make it.
0: Well, and there are some reports that there could have been as many as 10 people killed in wow. that home which you know essentially makes him a serial killer yeah definitely you know jb's right if, if this wasn't a white guy with black victims mm-hmm. this would be like a huge serial huge, killer story it would be like yeah, you know leading the newscasts mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so thank god he is gone out of the public arena where he can do harm Um, I can't see how he won't be found guilty of these. uh, The problem is they're going to probably it's going to end up being negligent homicide or involuntary manslaughter or something like that. It's not going to be murder, which it should be.
4: It bothers my soul because there's, again, over more than three people. We only know about three. There's countless of lives that he threatened. It's just so unfair. But you did a story not too long ago when they arrested a black person for having sex, even though he claimed to tell people about his HIV status. Yes. They arrested Three him.
0: years in prison he Three spent. Three
4: years. And just like, what the fuck? But this guy who's literally killing black men all with nearly nothing. Nothing. Probably gonna slap our arrest. Nothing's gonna happen. Which, which I know I'm a dark person because you know part of me was like, maybe I should go out there Hollywood, pretend to be homeless, trick him, and then kill him. <laughs> and, <I'll> be, <laughs> and it'll all work out in my favor anyway. Yes, bitch. Like, <laughs>
3: JB has a plan.
4: JB has plans. Plans, okay. honey.
3: <laughs> I love you. You're the best. Truly.
0: In other news, Jonathan Ness. No. Are we Jon-
3: not. Are you waiting to do my report?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I skip it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was convenient. Okay. Mm-hmm. On to something much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know why, right? It's on the rundown, but I don't have any stories in front of me oh because my, you're doing the I'm stories. The story. So, okay, now that Ryan is back, he's been chomping at the yes. bit to do like 15 different RuPaul drag race RuPaul's drag race stories. We are going to allow him 4 Five. minutes, 4, <laughs> to oh. do all of them. So, without further ado, I turn you over to our RuPaul's Drag Race correspondent, Ryan Frostate. Shantae,
3: you stay. Thank you, Adam. I'm setting the alarm. So, this uh, scalding hot tea that I have to share with the listeners today is from the podcast uh, Race Chaser. And they have a, um, a sort of a weekly talk show called Hot Goss. And on this week's episode, they had Delta Work. Delta Work is a contestant from season three and then replaced Matthew Anderson when he was let go um, in 2016. And Delta and Raven went on to win Emmy Awards for uh, hair and makeup for season nine.
0: Replaced as RuPaul's...
3: As RuPaul's hair and makeup team. Okay. Matthew Anderson was doing RuPaul's hair and makeup for 20 years. So, um, so he was let go. They, were, uh, they replaced him and they won awards. And um, the experience that Delta had was not so pleasant. And she was just recently let go. And she spilled all the tea about her um, experience with Rue. And um, we have a clip.
1: Maybe I said too much to Rue one time. You know, there was a time I can remember when there was an instance about a a, a wardrobe issue and fixing the wardrobe issue. And I can remember, I've never said this before. I can remember her saying to us when we were helping her, um, am I going to have to do this myself when are you going to use your head? That was the statement, and there were three of us in the room, three people that that work with her intimately, and I remember laughing it off because I thought she's not, she's nervous, you know, she's got a lot going on. There's a big name here, you know, I don't know what those shoes are like. How could I know what those shoes are like? Mm-hmm. I haven't, been, I'm not at 60 years old doing drag and have all these expectations of people on me. I've never done that, but I remember trying to break the ice with that. And I laughed and I said, Oh girl, like you're going to do something for yourself. <laughs> and everyone got quiet and I, everyone got quiet and I laughed and I was like <laughs> over here at the table. And I looked up in the mirror and I thought, Oh, I shouldn't have said that.
3: I just, so, so the, the, the thing is that we all know that RuPaul is RuPaul as a person is someone who has been in the industry for many years is very, Um, maybe not the warmest, but, uh, I think that she goes on to say later, um, she says Pearl wasn't lying. Willem wasn't lying. I'm not lying. And I think it's this, this trend of the Queens speaking up about their experience because, you know, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. It deserves every Emmy. It's an amazing reality television program. And RuPaul is an amazing host and RuPaul has done so much for our community Yes, there were some uh, statements made, and he is extremely problematic. But like, I really do believe in the show. However, when someone has an experience that that may be like traumatic in some way, we need to we need to listen and we need to believe them, and 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 hold Rue and World of Wonder and everyone involved accountable, so that people are not having uh, not being treated unfairly. Well,
0: I think you should also mention how Delta found out that she was fired.
3: Oh, right. Well. So, so basically she hadn't heard anything and she, uh, reached out, um, to someone that works with world of wonder, not RuPaul directly. And then RuPaul ended up reaching out to Delta and said, uh, Hey D we're going with someone else. I'll call you if we have any extra work. So that was basically her being like, you don't have a job anymore. Um, I, I would highly recommend, if anyone, is, is, if anyone listening is, is as interested in this as I am, no. I would definitely recommend listening to this episode. Um, you was- know, a part of me wants to say, it, show business is horrible.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a shitty fucking business. I can't even begin to tell you what's going on with me and my, <laughs> me and my record company. I, I've yet to see a penny from this album. Not one. Wow. I just got my first um, uh, earnings report, and I owe them money, oh. they, they claim. That's bullshit. I, it's a horrible business. In order to be successful and last as long as someone like RuPaul has, and and to be at his level of success, I think you have to be a cunt. I don't think you make it otherwise.
3: I I, I agree. But what Delta says and what a lot of people a lot of people um, criticize about RuPaul is that it's like everybody say love, sure, and now let me treat you like shit. You know what I mean? So it's like it 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 seems disingenuous it seems I'm not defending bad behavior
0: if, if he treats people badly there that's bad there's no excuse yeah. for it I just think you know you hear these stories about Madonna you hear these stories about um, you know who else is famously difficult
3: and it's also just like it's also just like Ru- RuPaul just saying to you know Plastique like you're you're my daughter and like we're a family and you're and so it just that makes it. it's not like it's just a, a, a makeup artist or, or a hairstylist you know off the street right, someone the from family. the show you know everyone that's been on Drag Race has contributed to the success of Drag Race you know every queen was a part of that at some point and so I just
0: but they're all replaceable and RuPaul's not yeah one more story and then we gotta
3: move on oh well the last thing I wanna say is just that um, Brooklyn Heights made story by becoming the first Drag Race contestant to go on to uh, be a judge on a franchise on a um, not franchise yeah, a, a franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, Drag Race Canada, um, which has never happened before. There's never been a. There's never been a drag queen on the judging panel, which, like, there's been drag queens for Snatch Game. There's been drag queens on set for various. Even things. Lady
0: Bunny has never been a judge. Never. Which is weird. So I am. What wonder- about Bianca?
3: Never. never. And mm. I, I for one think that that would be. amazing Amazing. you know Bianca
0: should be there to judge all the comedy uh, of course
3: and they actually I mean I I understand the reasoning for bringing in celebrities and using them as judges but I also think that like at this point the girls from drag race are celebrities in the drag world you know what I mean
0: well congratulations to Brooklyn Heights yes and thank you Ryan for that uh, really extensive RuPaul's How Drag Race update. Uh, you went way over, but uh,
3: thank you for, Partially my fault. Thank you for giving me the space to spew such faggotry. My always. pleasure. Uh, moving on,
0: I started to tell you this story. Jonathan Van Ness, who's on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the new one. He's the one. He's the guy with the long hair. Um, he just published a very, very um, sort of revealing memoir, in which he comes out. As both HIV positive and being a, a drug addict and a sex abuse survivor, the New York Times published a really extensive interview with him. Usually, when the Times does an interview with a big celebrity, it's you know a few, maybe five hundred words. This is like a two thousand word uh, profile of Jonathan Van Ness, and so um, clearly the 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 author Alex Hawgood, um found him and the book really um fascinating anyway van ness 32 has been preparing himself for the release of this memoir which is called over the top came out on september 24th and um let's see i've highlighted the most important things it says his lack of self-esteem ran deep As therapy would later reveal, the abuse he experienced as a young child planted the seed for other self-destructive behaviors. In his early teens, he spent hours in AOL chat rooms and met up with older men for sex. Ryan knows a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, Eager to leave his hometown, he earned extra credit to skip senior year and attend the University of Arizona in Tucson. But during his first semester, he blew a monthly allowance of $200 from his mother on cocaine, which he started doing on the weekends. Instead of asking his mother for more, more money, he advertised sex for money on Gay.com, uh, which at the time was a big you know, chat and personal site. But his addiction to sex and drugs got worse when he was in his early 20s. A couple he met on Grindr introduced him to smoking meth. He went to rehab twice and relapsed both times. One day when he was 25, he went to Planned Parenthood uh, because he was experiencing flu-like symptoms, and that was when he tested positive for HIV. These days, Van Ness says he's cleaned up his act. He still drinks and smokes pot, but says he hasn't done hard drugs in years and uh, using money from a family trust. That must be nice. Mm -hmm. He started anew in Los Angeles and then, of course, Queer Eye became a hit. A really revealing memoir.
3: Truly, and I'm so... um, It's very moving because, you know, as queer people, we all struggle. It's really difficult, and sometimes we find ourselves... At really low lows and um, the fact that he was able to um, go through recovery and um, come clean and be a voice and uh, a light in the world for people who need it is amazing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, mean, I, I think anytime someone comes out as Paz, comes out as um, being in recovery, yeah, it saves lives. So Absolutely. kudos to him and kudos to the New York Times for yes, giving so much ink to this. For being the best. Uh, and they are the best even though they... Fucked up a lot of times in the past Mm -hmm. couple Mm -hmm. weeks. We won't get into that. Okay, Okay. Uh, two quick stories. Gay Chorus Deep South. Remember when we had the director on our show? Yes. Uh, Gay Chorus Deep South is a fabulous documentary uh, all about the uh, gay men's chorus of San Francisco when they went on a tour of the Deep South to try to win over uh, right wing Trump loving homophobes. Um, the movie, you know, was successful at all of these different film festivals, but it didn't really have a, a distributor. It has now been picked up by MTV Documentary Films. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, people, anyone with basic cable. Basic. <laughs> I think it's actually premium. Uh, and particularly young people will be able to watch uh, the movie. What's cable? Oh, JP. <laughs> you can come over and watch cable at my house anytime you want. Um Executive produced by Sheila Nevins. Uh, Gay Course Deep South is produced and financed by Roush Street Films. And once again, the director's name. Oh, fuck me. Oh, God. He was on the show. That guy. Rodriguez. David Charles Rodriguez. So congratulations to him. (laughs) I get nervous when we get close to the guest interview. Congratulations to him. And finally, before we do the Pride update, Miriam Webster, the dictionary, not the drag queen. Has updated. Is there a that really should be? That right? really should be.
3: Merriam-Webster. That name is pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, they
0: have now updated the definition of they to include non-binary people. Yes. Uh, they, follow, they follow in the footsteps of the Oxford English Dictionary and Dictionary.com in recognizing they as a singular gender-neutral pronoun. As you know, I have very strong grammatical feelings about this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm confused when someone says they and they're referring to a single person. I wish the non-binary community could come up with a better fucking pronoun that doesn't already exist. But you know what? If they want to be called they, I'm going to go along with it. I'm just going to not just like it. What
4: happens to Z and zem?
0: I'm, Thank you. I love Z and Zem. Z and Zem? Yeah.
4: Yeah. What was that? That was a thing for a no, minute. Was it? Yeah. yeah.
3: I missed
0: it. I
4: read a lot not of things. Not he, fiction. not
0: she,
3: but Z. Z? Z. The. The. I mean,
0: Them. You would know who you were talking Zim's. about.
4: Hers.
3: Where, I'm into that. Uh, where, where, where are they? Who? Ryan. It, 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 but, you know, but you know what? Can I just say something real fast? Um, when I get calls at work for people and I can't decipher whether or not it's a, a male or female. Like when they
0: ask for Taylor.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just, I just I use they. I use, you know, do you know what, what is department their... they work in? Yeah. So sometimes it actually so woke. does make sense to use that. Well,
0: congratulations to the non-binary community—they have now made it into uh, Merriam-Webster. You've made and, it, and now it's time for your weekly Pride update. Love. As we listen to
3: the beautiful voice of Ann Steele, I was just listening to um, past episodes, and uh, we still have to make that music video. There's a lot of things we have to do. For some extra content for our listeners, here's where they're celebrating uh,
0: LGBTQ Pride today. Today, Ryan, September 28th, because it is September 28th today. It's mid. Can you turn down the music just to scooch, Jimmy? Uh, Mid South Pride in Memphis, Tennessee. It's Mid South Pride. Uh, North Carolina Pride in Raleigh. I feel like we mention that every week. Right. Is today pride. September twenty eighth, um, and then October first through fifteenth. It's a long stretch. Hispanic LGBT Pride, not Q, just LGBT in Miami. October twelfth is Aloha Maui Pride in Kahului, Hawaii
3: still don't know how to say that.
0: October 11th through 13th is Atlanta Pride down in Hotlanta. So we wish everyone a happy and safe Pride. And now it's time for our guest segment. Our desk was just over on the sofa making love to my dog. Our in-studio guest today was supposed to be trans actress Shakina Nafak, but she canceled on us a couple days ago. And so we turned instead to our permanent last-minute fill-in guest, twink comedian Drew Louch. Now, just to remind you of Drew's comedy stylings, here's a brand new clip.
2: I am a bottom, Hull. Um, and I'll explain what that is because we're in North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> take notes, girls. Uh, in the gay community, we have this expression, like some of us are hammers and some of us are nails.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm just the hole. <laughs>
0: and joining us now in studio is permanent last-minute fill-in guest Drew Loush. Hi,
2: oh, hey Drew. have a note. What an what an amazing opener. Are, are you honored? <laughs> I am honored, yeah. Thank you for having me again. This is like when Joan <laughs> Rivers was named
0: as Johnny Carson's permanent guest host. You're our permanent guest replacement. But
3: I love that. We should d- we should mention, though, that we've never... This is the this first is time we're Ryan meeting. Yes, first meeting. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Yeah. I feel like I know you. I dunno actually. Yeah, we're yeah, like, I
2: know. We're already connected. It's I fun. have long well, predicted <laughs> that the two connection. of you,
0: if you ever met, would become best friends immediately. Because you're very similar.
2: That's a lot of pressure, but I'm willing to give it <laughs> yeah, a go if you are. You're best friends. It's yeah. Right now. No,
0: yeah. You're both <laughs> you both love smoking pot. Yes. yes. You're both kind of piggy. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> You're both millennials. I have yeah. to say Drew even more than Ryan uses like millennial speak yeah I say like lit a lot you say lit I, I say lit, lit, a lit a lot, a lot. I, I love say lit,
2: lit a lot. I love lit and
0: you have all these like abbreviations like you only say the first syllable of a word a lot of the time yeah
2: I mean you, well we lived together in Florida and you were like what the fuck is you talking <laughs> oh, about oh that's right I was like, no, g- 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 g. we need to talk about that yeah, <laughs> so uh, about.
0: you and I spent a lot of time together yeah we did this past July after I got you yet another gig
2: I don't thank you oh, uh, thank you <laughs> I'm looking for more work I bought a Euro trip, <laughs> and so I actually if anybody's listening I'm looking for work. When are you going to Europe? Uh, November. How exciting! Yeah, my um, so my sister's graduating from Oxford. Oh wow! Yeah, she's like Nancy. the loser of the family. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, she's really not. I'm much. the breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> I have Naked comedy. So yeah, no, no, sure. it's wild when like I'm, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, she's graduating from Oxford, and then two of my like best friends are coming because they were like, oh well, if we're like getting there, or if like you know my parents are gonna like be there, so like that's like a little Might bit well. of stuff that I don't have to pay for, and then we're yeah. like, oh let's like go to Amsterdam and do a bunch of drugs. Oh my god! How fun!
0: Yeah. How long are you gonna uh, stay?
2: Um, like, like 10 days. Oh. So not like a month, I mean, not like a month, but but like like we're going to like do a Euro trip. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, uh,
0: so Drew and comedian Adam Chisnell and I did uh, two, well, we did two weekends of naked comedy together in Wilton Manors. (laughs) Yeah. And then Drew and Adam basically never left. Like you stayed for the rest of the month and Adam stayed like forever. Well... Well, I right? did four Doesn't weekends. he live there now? Yes.
2: Well, he uh, he's really? doing a play there now. I actually almost went back too to do making porn. Yeah, because your <laughs> my career is taking off. <laughs> making porn. <laughs> um, no, but like lovely. No, I was like, oh my god, maybe I will go back because it was like good cash and it's like kind of a summer vacation. But I was like, I just did like a month in Wilton Manors, Florida. Like I sort of had my fill. How no was shade, it? Just yeah, like, no, Wilton how, how, yeah. how was, how was
0: is, it after yeah. I I left? Um, I, know that I new, well, I new was sad,
2: yeah, up. I mean, I was, like, sad when you and, when the Adams left, I was, like, not, I mean, just because, like, y'all kind of knew the spiel, like, when the new comics came in, I sort of was, like, I don't know I felt like I was like the jaded comedian
3: that had been doing like naked shows
2: for like Let I don't know how it's well dumb. I like show like I don't know I was like oh well like the first week like Adam brought like a bunch of blow like you guys didn't bring anything like uh, this sucks like I,
0: uh, you know you like know. I like
2: showed up with like tequila like I was like ha 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 like girls and <laughs> like some it. of them were taking uh, some of them were like I don't know if I'm gonna dr-. I was like you're gonna want like a drink like, were, like you're like really well like, yeah well I mean I don't, yeah well there's like one comic and it was like he was like really nervous he'd like never done 10 minutes before which was actually really sweet but I mean it, I don't know it was fine it was a different vibe though for sure
0: I've tried to explain to people like why it wasn't the best experience for me um, aside from the, my original housing accommodations which were horrific yeah, uh, I wound up in a house with Drew that was lovely Drew mm-hmm. and I slept in the same room every night mm-hmm. with a cat uh, spy, really sweet cat yeah. named Spy. The dream, uh, and we had a pool, and we had a lovely host who yeah. just got us so baked, like every a night. gay hippie stoner lit. dad. It we was. Got lit. Yeah, we were lit.
2: Yeah, we were lit. He had some strong shit. Like literally, we'd like rip, we'd like rip his pen, and both of us would be like, "Oh fuck!" This like, is it was why good I stopped shit. smoking again after that trip. <laughs> oh, oh, no, seriously, because too so, <laughs> <so the laughs> it. <first, laughs> dead out. So
0: the 1st fir- <laughs> October. Stuff. Yeah. So the oh, first fuck. night, Adam and Drew and I are hanging out with our our host Rick, who I think <laughs> is listening to the show. <laughs> and well, uh, oh, hey Rick, I love you, love you so much. <laughs> this just sweet, well, lovely, hippie, best. gay man, and so he. Was passing around his vape, which, you know, I think he was like, you know, this is a 500% THC or whatever. It was like some crazy. So, and it's Florida. So anytime you open the door, you have to close the door right away. Mm do not let the heat in and the air conditioning out. So we're all hanging out by the pool and I am going inside to refill my glass. And I am thinking, who the fuck left this sliding glass door (laughs) wide open? (laughs) And I proceed to walk through it. Except it wasn't open I just didn't see the door And I walked so hard into the door That it made a very loud noise And everyone in the house was like What was that?
4: I know I wasn't a that Rick... was Wittek's clean that, that door was. it Windex was so
0: clean. fucking clean <laughs> it was I made him put a magnet on that thing the next day I yeah. was like Rick this is a hazard
2: I know well, you was a loud <laughs> yeah. it was a loud bang and I was really stoned so I did think it was like fucking hilarious They were I would have laughed like so I literally hard. like especially like <laughs> we just like weren't expecting it and then we were like boom and Adam just like oh it was like, no. Ellen De... <laughs> it it will... was
0: like that Ellen Degeneres bit where everyone's <laughs> laughing and she's like oh, am I bleeding <laughs> has anyone seen my eye like yeah, that's truly. how I, th- I was like you guys can you stop laughing i'm actually in a lot of pain i thought i was gonna wake up oh black gosh. and blue somehow there was no scarring yeah. but my head hurt more than it ever has i know
2: i was like stoned in the pool though i was like adam just like You're take like, a swim Aw. it'll be fine nobody was
0: concerned i was
2: like hit the pen again that's so funny oh my god and then
0: drew had some controversy involving one of his <sighs> jokes oh my god Do you want to tell the story
2: yeah well okay so i'm I mean, obviously, I went to Wilton Manors, the gay retirement home, to really like you know cause some fucking drama. Obviously, (laughs) I was like, "I'm here to stir shit up. I'm here for a month. Let's do it." But uh, I don't know. I mean, we were doing we were doing these shows, and I have a joke about. Oh god, I hope that none of the listeners are mad at me either. But I have a joke about looking like Matthew Shepard, and because you do, because yeah, yeah, yeah. and the joke they do. The joke originated because a guy came up to me at a bar and was like, oh, my God, you look just like Matthew Shepard. And I, and he was like hitting on me. But it was like a really fucked up pickup line. Like, uh ha, ha. So, like, my punchline was like, oh, well, do I, um like, look like him before or after the beating? Which is, like, fucked up. As I say it again. It is fucked up. I know, I know. But I said... It
0: I know. I mean it's like it's a well, cringe laugh. I've, like I've heard you do the joke several times and there are a lot you use a lot of there different are variations. Lines. Yeah, there are variations. But the idea is not that you're laughing at no. Matthew Shepard or at no. the horror no. of his death. If your you're laughing not. at the grossness of somebody exactly. using that as a pickup line.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah. Another I mean like if I were ever tied to a some fence and beaten, there'd be a cover charge. That's like another one I've used. Yeah. All right, that's the better one. JB, I'm writing it down.
3: Um, <laughs> like... I get it.
2: Yeah. I but it. also like, I wasn't like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not like, oh God, this is like, haha, <laughs> Matthew Shepard's story is hilarious. Like everybody, it's the rom-com sure. of the season. Like it's not, you know, it's fucked up. But I said this joke and and there <laughs> and there was like a Facebook, there was like a Facebook post of our producer and he was like, how was the show? And someone commented something like, oh, like everybody was like really great except for Drew Loush. <laughs> like oh all God. he did was talk about how like young and like, great he was and about how like old and like like fat and like bad that we are Which, and like by the way you it was don't not do not in all. my set. That's no not, i know well, not, that was him projecting like relaxed sir and sure. then and then like someone was like yeah and like his joke about Matthew Shepard was like really tasteless like something about how I like don't I like don't appreciate like I don't know like and gay this history. was on the
0: producer's Facebook page literally and, he's, and the producer's <laughs> Someone said Ronnie's Ronnie's not with us Ronnie's in Chicago while <laughs> right, this is happening yeah. so he doesn't even know Drew Drew is like solely my recommendation and <laughs> all these people are like ugh he's the worst know, he like, shouldn't fuck be him. like and, and then you were told uh, no more Matthew Shepard jokes yeah, yeah. We, we, he was actually forbidden from telling the joke again. Mm-hmm.
3: I know. I think that's kinda of, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you were just doing your job as a comedian. Like Thank I feel you, like I, agree. I mean I I think the joke is funny. I'm not offended. Obviously everyone has different you know, whatever, but I, I exactly what you said, Adam, like it wasn't about the incident. It was about the fact that like someone came up to you at a bar and told you, you looked like someone that like Right. Well,
2: like a really fucked up piece of kind of gay history. But like, I don't know. I mean, if we
3: can't. That is funny. Right. The situation itself. I've made jokes
0: about HIV. Right. I've made jokes about the Holocaust. I've made jokes about murder and death. This is what we do. The job of a stand-up comedian is to take something horrible, something that makes us feel bad, Mm -hmm. and turn it around uh, and and, and get us to find the lightness and the humor in it. Agreed. Yes. We're not mocking our subjects. We're, we're mocking the the sort of the uh, the darkness, right? right. And trying to find a way out of it for that moment, mm-hmm. and people who don't get it shouldn't go see comedy shows. No, no, at
2: all. It's like it's not for you, sweetie. No, it isn't. Well, I mean, and I don't. I mean, you know, my, <laughs> causing drama. I loved. Well, I even like I did tell. I mean, and I obviously like everybody has a different sensitivity towards like whatever issue that's at hand and like i mean i really did i talked to rick a lot about the joke too and he was like and like kind of his like <laughs> like my like squad when you left like this like four like 60 year old men who i was like yeah fuck yeah let's like get high and like swim in pools
0: you, you had can i just interject you had to see drew's life down there
3: because drew I'll like drew <laughs> would
0: like wake up at like noon i've never seen anyone work. sleep more i really love to sleep he, he would he would like get up at noon yeah, do a huge do it. a so huge envious. hit of of Rick's vape, like maybe grab a muffin, oh, go out to the pool, a muffin, that the best, so or good. a protein bar. Put on Casey Musgraves bars, yeah. and just float in the pool for hours every love day you. for nice. a month,
2: like I dream schedule. Sometimes I would like go for a walk, get like a grilled cheese, go back to the pool. Wait, that's amazing. and that place, yeah, it was the that, best. That's why Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. I was I was just in Fort Lauderdale myself, and also everyone's name is Rick or Rich? And Fort <laughs> that really That is true. Yeah, that really true. I really feel like that's the uh, yeah. And right. the
0: only and your only companions as you were saying after Adam and I left yeah. were like Men in their sixties and seventies yeah. who make great companions. <clears throat> oh my God! I actually. But you're like twenty six, right?
2: Yeah, but I like loved. I mean, I honestly, I, I feel like I'm such a buckwild girl. Like <laughs> a lot of the time in New York, truthfully, like I'm not. I'm a heavy hitter. But like, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, gotta I be, yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Uh, let's just, let's just. I mean, yeah, we're like, we yeah, yeah, busy yeah, we gals are, like,
3: out in the town, doing, living our lives. Truly, yeah. no, I mean, but it's like.
2: <laughs> I, I wasn't even saying more so about the sex. I actually also didn't have. Well, I guess I was kind of dating someone ish. But when I was in, we're going to talk Fort about Latterdale. that. Yeah, yeah. But um, but uh, I for literally forgot what I was going to say. Oh no, my companions. I went to gay church. Like I had. Like I went to a, a garden equality club. Like I went to this gardening <laughs> club. Like I literally. I'm so ready to retire. It's wild.
3: Garden. Equality. Yes, Garden Equality
2: Club. What they like a bunch of gays and some straights would like go and then like. What kind (laughs) of white woman shit is this? (laughs) It is. It is such. Well, yeah.
4: (laughs) Honestly, honestly, that.
3: That's my yeah.
2: Well, I liked I liked Gay Church a lot more than Garden Equality Club, but I did get a really cute hat from Garden Equality (laughs) Club, and I was like,
0: what what is the What's the mission of Garden Equality Club?
2: I don't like sell like auction off like rare plants. for... For like people in Florida, and like,
0: and the money goes to equality. <clears throat>
4: yep,
2: I'm not oh. sure. I don't know. I actually don't. Remember. I don't really remember the did mission you, did, statement. Didn't you go to
0: like Tupperware parties too? Um, that sounds
2: fun. No, I was living your best white woman life. I oh, was man. no, like my retired. No, I know. I was like, oh my god, like this should be my life now. Like, I, let's cut out like the next. 40 years and just skip to this. I'm just thinking like
3: I'm just I can't get over garden equality because I'm just thinking about like (laughs) fighting for the rights of gardens. (laughs) (laughs) The flowers have voices too. Yeah. Let my lettuce go.
2: They love orchids. I mean it was really cool.
0: Drew. Yeah. So you mentioned the sex and it's true. Adam and I were way piggier. Yeah, when we were down there, Drew. Like it was like a calm like, period of my summer. You didn't come with us to the bathhouse that night. No, which, for <laughs> which you should be very grateful. It's the worst yeah. bathhouse I've ever been to. Yeah. Uh, you were dating someone. Yes.
2: And uh, what's yes. happening now? Um, <laughs> we are no longer dating. Oh. And no, no, yeah. It was no. It was really lovely, and then, um, and then it became less lovely. But I wish them the best. They're non-binary, speaking oh, right. of. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. I was like, yep. oh, snaps! Like yeah, that's yeah. really cool about the the dictionary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it just um, it didn't. We really we like became boyfriends, and then a few days later, that was no longer the move.
3: What happened? No. Wait, was he? Uh, were they? Were they here? Yes. And you? And you? Yeah. Were there? Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. a long
0: distance thing while we were. God.
3: There. Yeah.
2: Well, I think. Well, and I actually kind of liked the beginning of the relationship because normally I'm like. If I enjoy having sex with someone a lot, I'm kind of like, oh, this is like maybe there's something there like I'm if in I want to have. S- yep. Yeah, well, yep. I mean, I know, which like makes I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah Jesus yeah, yeah. help us all. But uh-huh. um but I know like <laughs> I'm, God, right I'm like I'm ready now. to retire, but I'm if like right a dick's good, like I'll marry you. When the dick is um, right, <sighs> God, Jesus! I'm like hearing myself right. talk about it. Um, no, yeah, well, we we were like Facetiming. We like we met at World Pride, which I was like, "This is a sign. It's the best of all the prides. Like I'm the <laughs> best, figito in all the land. Like everybody else I met at regular prides can fuck themselves because I met my boyfriend at World Pride." Um, but we like, but we hung out like those three days a lot. And then I went to Florida and we like FaceTimed every day, which I was like, oh my God, this is good that I'm like not having sex with you. I'm just like chatting because Mm. normally I like, you know, that comes later. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) you know, no, yeah, but we were chatting and we honestly had like a a lovely relationship. It just kind of got a little too, I don't know. I mean, you know, the gays, it was just, it got very intense, very quick. And I was like, we got to take a step back and like. We're getting to know each other, and this is very intense very quickly.
0: I have have a great game of Ask Me No Questions prepared for you, but first, I need you to tell the story. Are you still working in that clothing store? No. Okay, so tell the story of when you were working there and the hot black guy came in to the dressing room.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 Shaquille. Um, I was really hot um yeah I was working I was like on the floor by myself and um a guy came in and was like I need help um putting chino." or he wanted to try on our chino pants and I was like yeah I love yeah like here are like a few pairs and then he like went he like went into the fitting room I didn't know that we he was like hitting on me yet but he like he like went into the fitting room and then like (laughs) like was in there and they were for, like, maybe, like, 40 seconds, and was like, hey, like, how are these fitting? And I was like, oh, well, like, show, like, I can take a look. And so then he, like, opened the, um, <laughs> he opened the curtain, and, like, the pants were, like, around his, like, ankles, and he just, had, like, a, like, a, really lovely erection like massive um and was just like and i was like i mean i i do i tell a joke about this but i was like well that's not how they're supposed to fit but like <laughs> but but yeah no, we just, like, to be worn, no we just so. like had his pants on and i was like uh, and then he like kind of pulled them up and i was like okay. so just dick out not like like underwear on oh, but like okay. i could see the outline and i Bulge. didn't yeah 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 and i was like uh, i mean i really was and for me to be like speechless takes a lot but i was just so taken aback i was like um, uh,
3: oh like, like i
2: said when the dick is right yeah no i know and then um <clears throat> and then so then he like tr- like whatever put his pants back on and then came out and then like gave me his number and was like, cause he was like hot, but then we were like kind of chatting. But like when he was texting me, he was like, like the first, one of the first things that he said was like, does I like, does that pussy get wet? And I was like, I don't like, I am like a dude. Like, I don't, like, I don't <laughs> think a
3: that conversation th- that we yes, need yes to have does. at some point. Because yeah. We've, uh, we, Adam and I have always <laughs> talked about like the use of the word pussy when describing like In, your asshole. It's not hot. I, I, no, and to each their own. Yeah, of course. But of like, because I, I have
2: not just Shaquille, but like other guys have have been like have been like, oh, like I sometimes I like to call like an asshole pussy, and it's just like I don't like I don't get it. But he kept saying that, and then I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm into it. Oh, he also sent a yes. nude. Sorry, sorry, this sorry. Is my yeah. favorite part. Okay, he sent a nude like of his dick, which was truly beautiful, Remarkable. like really an amazing penis. But yeah. in the nude, he had like a like a. Like a pile of dirty laundry, like oh in it, no. like and I was like, how did, like, why could you and not? was there t- garbage? Yes, too? there was. Like, plus, I was like, where, like, where are you taking this nude photo? Like, lie in bed or like, I don't go on your fucking fire escape. Like, why are you showing me like the garbage that you need to take out and the laundry that needs to be done? Like, this does not,
0: this is not appealing uh, he anymore. Needs to
4: clean up his house and do his school laundry. I know. <laughs> he was like, then <laughs> really- and then fuck your pussy. <laughs> Literally. So, so
0: you never had the dick.
4: No,
2: he also, like, waited for me outside of Scotch and Soda one time later without prompting. And that, I was a little like, dude, like, I'll reach out. Like, you don't, like, you don't have to wait. Yeah, it was just a little, it was a little too much.
0: Thank you for that story. It's time to play Ask Me No (laughs) 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 No Questions. Love. Ask Me No Questions. Ask Me No Questions. Yeah. What is your favorite sexual position? And I don't mean bottom because that's obvious.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, okay well if I'm feeling athletic I sort of like to like squat on the dick and then kind of like go up and down yes. that was kind of a new thing are you facing him yes. or facing away um, facing him I like to look at someone's face for the most part I like, like that's like hot to me like being like oh my god like we're just like so like hot together you
0: know <laughs> and you just bounce up and down like it's a pogo stick
2: um, yeah that or I just like to like lay on my back like if I'm tired I'm tired like I'm <laughs> really tired a lot I love to sleep Not like, like it yeah no well and and me. I and I'll like put on a show like I'll be like Really like, oh my God, but like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna exercise. I hate it. I want to lie there. And I'm, like, oh doing a lot – I'm, like, this is good for you. You're welcome. Are you
0: flexible with the legs over your head? Because um, I'm not good at
2: that. Yes. Less so now. Ever since I stopped, like, dancing professionally, I have realized that I'm a lot more sore after sex than I used to be. Yeah. Like, if someone's, like – I'll, like, wake up and be like, oh, my Do you take God. it into,
3: like, a wide second? Like, do you? Um. Legs go out? Yeah. Well, <laughs> a
2: wide second like is – go- Wide second is... Sure, it depends on the day. Yeah, I mean, no, I just... But I'll let my legs, like... I'll really let them, like, rest. Like, I... It's a day of rest for me always.
0: (laughs) Just you become limp. Yeah. Number two, when was the last time you smoked weed?
2: Um like I don't know like last night when I got home at like 4 oh I
0: thought you were going to say this morning
2: I actually was thinking about it but sometimes but I've recently like I've been smoking before I get on the trains and maybe I'm sure you relate to this sometimes it's the move and sometimes you're like in the train and I get really claustrophobic and I like don't want to do it yeah, yeah
0: what's sure. the strangest thing you've ever had up your ass um uh I don't
2: like a a, like a really big...
3: There's something <laughs> happening with men in the
0: ass.
2: Thank you. That was like for me to think. Um, I, there was a, um I, nothing really, uh, wow, I feel like so lame. There was a, um there was like a red kind of spongy dildo that I tried my freshman year of college. That's probably like spongy. the weirdest thing. It was like a weird, it was a weird texture and my friends and I bought it as a joke and like, and I like was... Like a
0: foam finger, but but a dildo that, that material
2: uh, like harder than that it was just like a really weird dildo and it was massive and I like re- and I like tried to masturbate with it once and it just, just was like so big I was like I can't do this
3: can I answer this yeah okay so this isn't I don't know if it's weird but it's stupid I put a broom up my ass when oh, I was a kid but like <gasps> like, a wooden, intent- like a wooden like a wooden broom did it's you get so a splinter painful. yeah <laughs> no but I could
0: have like- <laughs> you could have really done damage to yourself yeah. uh-huh. how
3: far did it go not that far, but I just wanted to try something. Wait, oh wait how old were you?
2: Okay. <sighs> you're like you're like
0: eight. Ryan used to get fucked in high school with no lube by like a huge Yeah. Dick.
3: My first boyfriend, uh, I was fourteen, he was sixteen, he was hung. I think you had no feeling in your hole. Yeah, or bless I had you. so many feelings in my hole. Yeah, really. My
0: heart was in my hole. <laughs> <laughs> Drew what, That's sweet. What's your, what's your favorite <laughs> joke that belongs to another comedian?
2: Um probably I mean probably something an Amy Schumer or a Chelsea Handler moment. I don't know. You don't have like
0: one that you that comes to
2: mind. Um I love um there's a joke that uh that Amy Schumer says about she's like she she like starts a joke. She's like she's like Kids, hot kids, but it's like really fucked up. I don't really remember the rest of the joke. It's just like about her like fucking kid, and it's really fucked up
0: and hilarious. If you had to choose between a hot guy with a small dick Mm -hmm. or an ugly guy with a big dick, which would you choose?
2: How small?
0: Small. Like unsatisfying <sighs>
2: well I don't know I guess neither I mean I guess the hot guy well I don't know that's that's a toughie it's the first
3: time I've ever asked this
2: that's a tough question the I hot don't... guy
3: you can take and out in public and that's like what really i mean like, i feel like you know. the
2: hot guy also because then i it's like all right well i don't have to do any kind of prep work for this like <laughs> i just like i can show it up honestly is like
3: ideal yeah you i mean know? and
2: honestly you don't really need i mean sometimes it's like oh god like uh, uh, i'm a, like a porn star i want to be split open but other times it's like yeah. i can just like, and like i can take this in stride and it's
3: fine yeah, and then you can go to sleep wake right up and you see a beautiful face you're gonna to come regardless face. yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. Do you want to know my answer to this yep
0: the hot guy with the small dick would be my boyfriend but uh, the ugly guy with the big dick would be my secret side uh, yeah Of yes. course. You. That's actually that happened, happened. <laughs> by the way. I love, yeah. Um, okay, That's F. Correct. Mary Kill. This is the last question. This is a gay comedian edition of F. Mary Kill. Okay. Mario Cantone, Alec Mappa, Andy Dick
2: okay, um and i like literally i know who all three of those are so well um uh, uh uh i let's see mary um andy dick the worst i don't i literally i don't know if i no, know who any of be these killed. people are um I, I need to teach you about the I know, history. Sorry, of gay and I male feel comedy. really. I, wow, I feel so really. I was like, wow. I thought I would know one of them. I know I all like of those literally. People. The
0: correct answer is just, just tell me the correct. You fuck answer. Alec. Uh-huh. You marry Mario. Yeah. you kill Andy. Wow, that's
2: yes. so fucked up yes. that I said the wrong one first. <laughs> Drew, tell us
0: about House Party November Fourth at Public Arts in New York City. Um. Yeah. So uh, my
2: co-producer Zach and I are doing the New York Comedy Festival, Amazing. which is through. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're doing the show. Yeah, we're doing House Party, which is like a kind of of like a queer variety show um but yeah at the public hotel but it's going to be really really lit and h-a-u-s h-a-u-s party um I, know, I guess that's like the trendier way to spell it. House party. That's like, how Gaga spelled her Gaga. Uh, makeup line.
4: Yeah, also exactly. Also, Tajik spells it that way, too. Yes, Ugh. I was going to how say. How can
0: people follow you, you, on social media?
2: Um, so, real Drew Lausch on Instagram, Drew Lausch on Twitter, and then my Venmo is Drew-Lausch. Drew I'm really trying to pay for my Euro trip, so seriously, Venmo me. Spell your last name. L-A-U-S-C-H.
0: Drew Lausch, thank you for being our permanent fill-in last-minute guest host. I love you. So Ryan and Lausch. JB, plug yourselves.
3: You. Uh, Ryan, for at Ryan Frosting at ryanfrosting
4: stocky anarchy at instagram.com I
3: guess
0: Maybe. thanks you guys Ryan and I will be back next week with actor director Gerald McCulloch who just released a second documentary about male strippers entitled mm. Johnson's Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to download Adam Sank's last comedy album. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Sank. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Donate to keep JB on the ass at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye.